Welcome to Pure Gold, an honest, no-nonsense take on what it means to live daily with sexual integrity, offering practical tips and suggestions on how to strengthen your character, deepen your transparency, and grow in truth through the power of Jesus Christ. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Wow, we've been off the grid for a while. We haven't uh, actually posted a podcast in in several weeks. And we've just been, my wife and I, Tracy and I, have been in a crazy busy season uh, with between our our jobs and building a house and parenting and marriage and all those, you know, really super important things that, you know, just take priority. So uh, my apologies for not getting a new episode up, but uh, we do have some really great content we want to share with you this week on the podcast, Um, some great segments to share with you guys. I want to talk this week about hope, and I want to renew your hope a little bit for your recovery journey. I just want want this week's episode to be all about uh, a renewed hope for your journey. I want you to be able to see, um, you know, where you're at right now. And if you're, if you're just, if you're just really discouraged or you've hit a setback or you've hit a trigger or, uh, you know, or, or you've hit, you know, you've been, you've been slipping here and there and, and, or you maybe you just relapsed completely and, and, you know, it just seems like things are getting harder and harder for you. And, and it doesn't seem like things are getting better. I want to encourage you this week on the podcast. So this, this week's podcast is, is purely centered around hope. And so we're going to talk about that in our featured segment, you know, renewing your hope, uh, renewing hope for your recovery, your recovery journey. So we're going to share that. Also, my wife, Tracy, has some hope for spouses that she's going to share as well a little bit later. And of course, we have the purity quote of the week from my, Michael Cusick in Surfing for God, an incredible book uh, for those who are in recovery. And then to wrap up the podcast this week, I'm going to share a, a, just a great video that um, you know, just to top, you know, just to top off your your hope meter um, from Judah Smith, um, Pastor Judah Smith, called "Jesus Loves Barabbas." And if you've seen that video on social media or on YouTube, you know how powerful it is, and just brings um, a lot, a lot of hope and 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 courage and comfort. I think to those who listen. So a lot of great stuff uh, this week on the podcast that I hope you will enjoy. But I want to encourage you to check out our website, which is pflhome.com. You can go on there to check out all the all the content we have, articles, links, resources, the archive of podcasts from episode one. It's all on there at pflhome.com. The contact links are on there as well for how you would uh, reach out to me or my wife. And of course, you can follow us on social media, and you can do that from the website as well. We're on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, and uh, so lots of good stuff there. If you listen on Anchor, I want to encourage you um, to make sure you leave us a message. You can actually leave us a voicemail if you would like, so we can actually hear your voice, and I want to encourage you to do that. So if you have you know, uh, feedback for us or questions that you'd like for us to address on the podcast, that would be a great a great way to do that. Um, or of course you can just send us a message and please rate and review the podcast. If you go over to iTunes, take 30 seconds to give us some stars and give us your feedback or review. We really, really would appreciate that. Um, every comment matters, every, you know, all your feedback matters. So, uh, all that can be found on our website, pflhome.com. A lot of good stuff on there, uh, for, 
for individuals, for couples, for you know married couples, uh, for you to check out. So we are gonna uh, be uh, like I said, we got a lot of great stuff we're gonna share with you. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and after that, we'll be back with some words. I want to share some uh, passages of scripture on hope to really encourage you, no matter where you're at on your journey right now, uh, just for you to, to be reminded that hope is alive that it's never as dark as it seems and that, um, you know, that, that the Lord loves you and he wants you to keep walking to not give up. So I've got some great words on hope that I want to share with you. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, we are back on Pure Gold. Thank you guys for listening. I want to share with you guys some verses here in Psalms chapter 27, verse 14. This is in the Passion Translation. I want to try to fill up your hope tank a little bit this week. This is what it says. Here's what I've learned through it all. Don't give up. Don't be impatient. Be entwined as one with the Lord. Be brave and courageous and never lose hope. Yes, keep on waiting, for he will never disappoint you. Don't give up. Don't be impatient. Be entwined as one with the Lord. Be brave, courageous, and never lose hope, because God will never disappoint you. A lot of words in there on, on, on endurance and perseverance. And I know that we hit, we hit lots of moments in recovery that are challenging, that are hard. We hit moments of milestones where we learn a lot of really good things and we, we are, uh, you know, we, we reach milestones, we reach sobriety goals, you know, uh, and, and we overcome certain temptations and triggers. And then there's moments of setbacks. There's moments of, you know, of slips that we have. There's moments where it feels like we take, you know, two steps forward, then we take three steps back. And, you know, recovery is not, and I want to just say this very, you know, very matter of fact, just, just truthfully, recovery is not for the faint of heart. It's not an overnight, I've said this before, it's not an, it's not a drive-through. Uh, we, you know, recovery is not like McDonald's. Um, it takes time and work and effort and blood and sweat and tears. And yet, um, you know, in the midst of that, it can just be that we can just have, we can just reach moments where we just feel like there is no hope left. And I'm just want to encourage you from the word here. All right. That, that, um, we are told to not give up, you know, and there's moments that, that I, and I can remember moments in my past where I was super impatient with my progress, super impatient with, you know, how far I was at the moment, how far I was at a certain season in life and how I should have been further in my recovery. And yet God tells us, the, uh, you know, the, the, the writer uh, in Psalms, you know, in, in this chapter says to not be impatient, but to be literally entwined as one. If you've seen a rope entwined with each other, you, you know that there's no room at left between those strands of rope. There's no, there's really no wiggle room there. And so we're told to be entwined as one with the Lord, to be that close that that giving up hope is not even an option even when it feels like all is lost and that there really is you know it's not worth this whole recovery thing's just not worth it believe me it is worth it and let me just encourage you and remind you how much your recovery is worth it today so just like the word tells us you know to stand firm to be brave to be courageous 
uh, to never lose hope. I want to share with you guys in uh, Galatians chapter 6, verse um, Galatians chapter 6, uh, verse 9 through 10. Um, it actually says this. It says, And don't allow yourselves to be weary or disheartened in planting good seeds. For the season of reaping the wonderful harvest you've planted is coming. Take advantage of every opportunity to be a blessing to others, especially to our brothers and sisters in the family of faith. So, you know, don't don't allow yourselves to to get tired and to to you know to to uh, uh, it says don't don't allow yourselves to be weary and disheartened in planting good seeds. Every step you take in recovery matters. Everything you do matters. You know your your meetings that you attend, your accountability partners, the 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 brothers or sisters that you meet with on a daily basis or during the week. Uh, the support groups that you're a part of, right? The the software that you have, you know, on all your devices, uh, the phone calls, it all matters, right? All those relationships matter. All those things matter. Those are, you are planting quite literally planting good seeds for your recovery. It says for the season of reaping the wonderful harvest you've planted is coming. It's coming. Recovery is so worth it because after 10 years of being in recovery, I can say this, that I've lived my greatest years of life, the greatest years of my, rather, let me say this, in other words, the greatest years of my life have been the last 10 years. And I can say that without a shadow of a doubt because I have lived a truthful life, an honest life, and I've done the work to be the man that God's called me to be. And I'm thankful that I'm doing a pretty good job of it today. And it's only been through a lot of brokenness, a lot of, uh, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of group meetings and a lot of phone calls, you know, just a lot of hard work in recovery. And uh, the Lord has really blessed that. And so I, I'm sort of feel like I'm sort of reaping the wonderful harvest that, that uh, you know, you know, from the seeds that I planted early, early on in recovery. And you can too, you have that potential, you have that capability. So, so don't give up, don't give up. And then one last verse I want to read to us is in second Corinthians four chapter, uh, excuse me, second Corinthians chapter four, verse seven through 12, second Corinthians uh, chapter four, if I can get there, it'd be great, huh? Second Corinthians chapter four, verses seven through 12. Here, here we go. We're almost there. We're almost there. Second Corinthians. There we go. Chapter four, verse seven through 12 says this. We are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's, not ours. Though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed. At times we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but not out. So again, remember, you are not crushed by the pressures that you feel, by the, by the struggles that you feel in recovery. Uh, as hard as it is, as hard as it you know, can be, you, know, you can stand firm and you can keep walking in, in your recovery journey. So I just, I really, really want to encourage you to, to stand firm this week and to stand firm, not to lose hope. Um, if you're struggling this week, reach out to another brother, reach out to another sister, you know, pick up that phone, text, text someone, you know, schedule a meeting with someone, you know, get the stuff that's going on inside, the things that feel like it's without hope, get that stuff out 
in, in front of another brother or sister and, and pray about that, man, get, you know, go to, go to war and, and, and allow the Lord to minister to you, um, in, in your, in your state where you feel so, so broken and so hopeless. Remember there is hope and hope is possible. All right, and we'll be right back with some more words of hope uh, from my wife, Tracy. Uh, Encouragement for spouses on the journey, spouses of of sexual strugglers. There's hope for you too. And um, there's a lot of of good healing and uh, incredible destiny for your your journey as well. So uh, Tracy, you'll share that uh, right after this. Really quickly, we just wanted to say thank you for listening to Pure Gold. Uh, We hear a lot of feedback regarding the podcast about how many people are helped from the content that we share, and we're so excited that we get to do that. And we want to, again, thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for visiting Purity for Life and the website. We hope that all the content made available there has been a blessing for you. But we want to ask you for your support. We want to ask you uh, to consider giving to Purity for Life and the Pure Gold podcast. And there's an incredibly easy way that you can do that. If you go on to anchor.fm slash purity for life slash support. Again, that's anchor.fm slash purity for life slash support. There's three easy ways, three different tiers that you can give financially to the podcast. Um, You can either do a one month contribution if you'd like, or you can certainly do um, a monthly contribution. And again, there's three different tiers that you can pick from. Any and all contributions are certainly appreciated. Um, There is a certain level of, of commitment and work that goes into creating this content and this podcast, and we love to do it. Uh, we love to share it with you, but it definitely uh, takes uh, takes time and effort to put in. And sometimes that's time, uh, you know, time away from family and time on the road. And so uh, we just we really need your support, and we'd really appreciate any kind of support you could give. Again, it's Anchor.fm slash purity for life slash support for more information there where you can give to the podcast and i hope you certainly will we would love to continue putting out content to help you on your journey uh, towards sexual freedom and sexual integrity thanks so much hey i wanted to share with you three things that has been monumental as i have helped spouses journey Um, with their husbands through issues of sexual addiction and purity. And um, the first one being is that we have to make sure that our hope is in place. And we know that our hope comes through Christ alone. I love how in Psalm 62, five, David says, yes, he speaks to his soul there. And he says, yes, my soul, find your rest in God, find hope in him alone. Um, The second thing being is that we have to find other women in our lives to connect with who have been down this journey before and who can pour truth and hope and encouragement into us and give us a healthy perspective of what God is doing and how we can help um, encourage and enrich our spouse as they journey towards healing. And the last would be is to, instead of running from this, to lean into it. I know um, when things hurt, sometimes we want to run and ignore it, but the best thing we can do is to lean into what God's going to do and, and embrace the process of healing that he has for us. All right, our purity quote of the week this week is from Michael Cusick, who wrote the book Surfing for God. 
and I actually have not read the entire book. I've read sections of it at times, but um, there, there's, a, there's a section here I want to sort of slice out for us. And um, this is just a little extra bonus content um, each week. Um, I share a little bit of, uh, whether it's from an article or from a resource or from a book that I've read uh, on sexual purity and sexual integrity, just a little tidbit for you guys to maybe tease you to get out there and, and get that book or that resource or go read that article. But like I said, this is from Surfing for God by Michael Cusick, and um, in this section, he's talking about wounds, all right? And so I want to read just a little section for that, section from that book on wounds, It says this, a man's soul can be wounded in two ways. Wounds of presence are sins of commission, intentional or unintentional acts that never should have occurred, but have caused hurt and damage. Wounds of absence are sins of omission, hurtful or damaging acts that occurred because something wasn't done, like neglect or abandonment. Some wounds aren't the result of a specific event, but the slow accumulation of disappointments. It's not only the two by four over the head that these men have, uh, that these men have trouble accepting as a wound. It's the drop by drop buildup of pain and sorrow that can erode our soul as well. While beginning to face the real impact of their wounding experiences, many men feel the need to defend the person who caused the wound, especially if it was a parent or loved one. It wasn't their fault. They tell me, but owning their wound, owning our wounds is not about blame. It's about accounting for the damage that has occurred. D.H. Lawrence wrote, I am not a mechanism, an assembly of various sections, and it is not because the mechanism is working wrongly that I am ill. I am ill because of wounds to the soul, to the deep emotional self, and the wounds to the soul take a long, long time. Only time can help and patience, and a certain difficult repentance. How beautiful it is when a man humbles himself before the cross and repents of his wickedness. How wonderful it is when a man entrusts his weakness to God. How glorious it is, however, when a man faces his wounds and surrenders them to God's redemptive purposes. Richard Rohr reminds us that pain that is not transformed becomes pain that is transmitted. In other words, unless our wounds are healed, we will eventually pass on our unresolved pain to the ones we love. This can happen for generations. Really, really good stuff to allow us to sink in, you know, good words to for us to allow to sink into our hearts and minds as we as we listen to that from Michael Cusick from Surfing for God. I want to encourage you to go out there and get that book. And support his ministry. Uh, I've heard his teachings and uh, interviews with him. He's an incredible man of God who, you know, just loves the Lord and loves working with men and helping them heal from their pain and in, in sexual addiction. So, hope you guys enjoyed that um, little section on on wounds. And you know, if you're struggling, you feel like you may have some of those wounds in your life, whether those were you know the sins of of commission that he talked about, um, or excuse me, the wounds of presence. Or the wounds of absence. Again, that first paragraph, let me just reread that quickly. A man's soul can be wounded in two ways. Just to review, wounds of presence are sins of commission, right? Intentional or unintentional acts that never should have occurred but have caused hurt or damage. And wounds of absence are sins of omission, hurtful or damaging acts that occurred because something wasn't done, like neglect or abandonment. So, 
you know, I think we've all got, if we look back in our past, I think we've all at least got one or two wounds that, um, you know, maybe you've healed from, maybe you haven't. So it would be a great time today to take a little bit of inventory in your life of the wounds, of the things that may not be totally resolved and may not be totally healed and reach out to us here at Purity for Life. We would love to help you work through those things. We would love to walk with you through, you know, brokenness and pain. Uh, that's what this ministry exists for. So go out, go check out the book, Surfing for God by Michael Cusick. We see the story of Jesus going to the cross and everything seems to kind of be hand in hand. And then there's this one character that seems to interrupt the narrative. His name's Barabbas. We don't even know much about him except that he's a murderer, a leader of an insurrection, a rebel. And why he's even mentioned, sometimes I'm not so sure. It's like, what? Let's, this is about Jesus going to the cross. So in this moment, Pilate thinks, I hold the destinies of these two men in my hand. I know the Jews have a tradition that on a holy day, I will release one of the prisoners on death row. Pilate stands on this audacious stage who now presents Jesus, son of the living God, versus Barabbas, the thug and rebel. He says, all right, who do you want? This is blasphemy. This is, this has gone too far. There's no comparison. This is a rightful prisoner, a man who should be on death row. He's a rebel against Rome. He leads a rebellion. He murders people. He's a bad man. He's a thug and he's a crook. He deserves the chains and he deserves the crucifixion. Jesus, what has he done but heal, restore, deliver, set free? Open blind eyes, open deaf ears, heal the lame and the leper. What what has Jesus done? Who do you want? We want Barabbas. Yeah, give us Barabbas. They give us Barabbas. The Roman soldiers come up and they put the key in and they unlock Barabbas from his chains and shackles. And he walks down the platform, welcomed by all of his thug friends. Yeah, the people love me. Yeah, that's right. I don't even know who this Jesus guy is, but all I know is my people love me. There seems to be no conscience in Barabbas. There's no record of him turning to Jesus and saying, I owe you everything now, for you have set me free. No, I don't see any of that in Barabbas. God knew that. Jesus stood there, silent, for he knew the will of the Father. He said, it's fine, Father. Let him have Barabbas. For Jesus knew that the Father would have to treat Jesus like Barabbas so he could treat Barabbas like Jesus. Barabbas thought it was the people that set him free. No, 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 no. It was the love of the Heavenly Father. for Barabbas 
Even the one he knew would walk away from Jesus and his free gift and never come back. He loves them. And the nerve, the call, and the audacity of believers to think, I got saved by grace, but now that I'm in this deep, dark place of bondage, I better work hard to get myself out. What? That's the opposite of the gospel. Are you bound? Are you held under the power of this temptation, this sin? Do you feel like it's controlling you? What are you going to do? I'm going to shake myself free. Stop it! No, you won't! You're no match for the powers of hell and the urges of sin. You will not overcome it and you will never overcome it. You'll just be another statistic. There's no answer within yourself. Your own marriage, your own goodness, your own discipline, your own devotion will not save your marriage and will not save your kids. There's only one. And he's the one that took your place. He's the one that stood silently on the platform with Pilate and said, yes, let him have Barabbas. Take me. How many times have I stood on that platform with Pilate and Jesus and I'm the Barabbas and they start to take my chains off and I say, no, no, I deserve this. I deserve the guilt. I deserve the shame. I deserve the consequence. I deserve it. Jesus seems to look at me, say, no, son, let me have it. Let me have your sin. Let me have your pain. No, God, I did it to myself. I deserve it. My marriage won't make it. This is what I deserve. I deserve divorce. I deserve poverty. I deserve sickness. I deserve it all. No. God, I say, I'm so ashamed. Give me your shame. God, what if I do it again? I'll still be here. Oh, God, I don't want to hurt you. I love you. I, I don't want to do this anymore. Give me your sins, son. This is all we got. It's all I got. It's all you got. We can play games. We can play church games. We can pretend like some people are better than others and that's why they're blessed. Or we can all come to the honest conclusion that it's God. And it's God alone. The greatest challenge is not your discipline, your devotion, your focus. Your greatest challenge is believing the gospel. Could it be that there's a God with a love so scandalous, so wide, so deep, so vast, so high? so expansive, so welcoming, so inclusive. Let me have your sin, son. Okay. When I give him my sin, let's stand in this empty space of forgiveness and acceptance while Jesus walks off to the cross that I deserve. I see him, I see him walking to the post to be whipped. As I stand a free man, all the attention is turned now. And I feel the love of God saying, go son, live your life. I'll pay the price. Where did we get off thinking that we were going to 
set ourselves free. It's still Jesus. It'll always be Jesus. It'll never stop being the power of Jesus. If His blood is sufficient for your salvation, His blood is sufficient to sustain you through every challenge and every sin and every temptation. Jesus is enough! listening to Pure Gold, our weekly podcast from Purity for Life. Don't forget to visit our website for additional content, including our entire podcast archive, articles, links, and videos to help encourage you on your journey for sexual purity. All this and more can be found at pflhome.com. Also, follow us on social media through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We would love to hear from you.